Working Fans Podcast. Cool. Yep. All right, here we go. Coming down three, two. For another week of the Working Fans Podcast, this is AJ, I'm the former wrestler, we've got Dave the Ultimate Fan here with us, as we do every week, our producer Joe may, likes to make us sound good and makes us look way more professional than we actually are. As always, you can find us on Twitter, that's at FansWorking, Facebook, Working Fans Pod, we've got email where you can reach out to us and please contact us to let us know what you think of the podcast, and for any ideas that you might have, that's workingfanswrestlingpod at gmail.com. We're on Instagram, where you can keep up with us at workingfanswrestling underscore pod. And then you can now listen to us on all major platforms, including anchor.fm, we're on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, Apple Podcasts, and you can actually check us out on YouTube. Now, it's important when you go onto the Apple Podcasts and YouTube, hit that subscribe button, give us a rating, let us know what you think so you can help us out and we can continue to do what we love and bring you guys in as fans. Do you remember Lance Von Eric from World Class Championship Wrestling? You can read all about his wrestling career in Portland, in Dallas, and overseas. And his new book, Lance by Chance, Wrestling as a Von Eric, 25 chapters in all. You'll be surprised what you read. Go to LanceByChance.com. All right, everybody, it's the Working Fans Podcast, and we're here with a special WrestleMania review, and we got, as always, I'm the man called Dave, we got AJ Strangebrew, and special guest returning, Mr. Pat Oates, to talk about wrestling. Pat, we'll start with you. How you doing, man? So very excited to talk about it. All right, so let's go. Uh, first match, first night, Bobby Lashley, Drew McIntyre. I'm conflicted, personally, because I like both these guys. But I really wanted Drew to get his moment. And I thought that kind of sucked he didn't. But I guess we'll see where this Bobby Lashley push goes. I do like Bobby Lashley and MVP for what it's worth. I think they're a great combination. But, man, I wish Drew could have maybe walked in with the belt. Pat, I'll start with you. Are you you suggesting that Bobby Lashley already got his moment and just went over the Miz? And that's all he deserves? (laughs) I mean, when you put it like that. (laughs) I don't. I think this was the right call. Because it wasn't going to be his moment. Because a lot of people that were watching it took off the COVID year. And they don't know anything about what Drew went through. I think Drew needs to go after the beast. And since Brock isn't there, how do you build Lashley to people who don't know him? So what you do is you have Lashley make beat him up so bad that he passes out. Now Drew will question things. He might take a little time off. He'll come back with a passion. And now by SummerSlam... And I, th- I think you let Bobby hold it that long. I think you let him dominate people. Mm. You let him go through that. Then Drew is ready. Drew beats the unstoppable. I think you let you convince Lesnar to come back, and you let Bobby beat Lesnar. Like, you let those two guys fight. You put that thing on it, so it's like, holy shit, no one's going to stop him. And then, by SummerSlam, if you decide Drew is our guy, you let him beat him, and then it becomes that moment. Because it wasn't going to be last night. After a rain delay, after people not knowing who Bobby is, it wasn't going to be the moment we all wanted last year. Hmm. I absolutely love it. I think they're doing the right thing. You have to build up Bobby Lashley so that he's that dragon for Drew to be able to slay. And the only way to do that is to slow build him and have him dominate. 
dominate and dominate and dominate, and then finally Drew's able to overcome. So maybe it, you can build it to next year's WrestleMania, quite frankly. Mm. Yeah, we'll see. You can't let a giant white guy beat a black guy in 2021. One thing after this media... And I don't want to jump ahead, but one thing after this mania, I felt like Vince McMahon is ready to push black people and Cesaro. I was like, all right. <laughs> not Asian. No, well, yeah, we got to work into it. They took the losses in NXT in there. Like, too bad. Nah. But, but, but she did lose to another foreigner, so at least he kept with the team. Yes. We, <laughs> regular whites. I know. <laughs> I don't know how much we want to go in this next match. Natalia and Tamina won a gauntlet match night one. I know Mandy Rose ate shit on her way to the ring. I don't know. I I thought the next night the tag title women's tag match was fine, but this was just kind of, ugh. Why do I don't? Right. Yeah. I don't even understand. Like, you knew that they were going to have Natalia be in WrestleMania's way. They always make Natalia seem important, even though she's not. She sucks. And like, they, it, it, it's just, I don't care about Jimmy Snuka and Jim the Evil Nighthurt's kids. They're they're super old and they're not that good and I wouldn't I didn't want to see I would have rather watch the Riot Squad or a real tag yes. team fight if you're going to do it but if you're really going to do it have the tag team from NXT the real the best tag team there is come up and fight them that's one of the best tag there shouldn't even be a tag team title in WWE because they all suck they're not good for his teams to do it yeah you know what I'll jump ahead or, or, well, I was going to say we could have just scrapped the whole thing and maybe found a match for Shinsuke well you know what's uh, yeah you know what's interesting though I'll, I'll jump ahead because we'll just kill this one all together the next night now, obviously, Tamina and Natalia go on, and uh, I'm sorry, Tamina and Natalia wrestle Shayna and Nia. As I'm watching this match, I tell my buddy Jake, we were like, I feel like these two teams should be reversed. Like, Shayna and Natalia should be together. They're like the, you know, catch wrestlers. And at the same time, Tamina and, Nat what's her name, Jax, have, like, the history, the Samoan history together. And they're also kind of big girls. I feel like almost like we should have switched these teams kind around. They're big girls. <laughs> well, they're, they're, they're big ladies. Giant fucking women. <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> Considering the worst injury that Nia Jax got was when she fell on her own knees, yeah. because that much weight can't fall on knees, it's basic gravity. That's the that most damage I scored to her in the whole match. She hit her whole head. Uh, it hurt her whole. She avoided the whole injury this time. But she hurt that whole match, so I guess they're even. I don't know if you guys do this, but when they had the when they're in the Thunderdome, it came out a little while back. They'll tell you who to cheer and who to boo for. So Nia Jax was a heel, but whenever her hole was mentioned, you were able to cheer. So the hole was a baby face. So I thought that was important to know. <laughs> the baby hole. The baby. <laughs> It's nice. Speaking of the baby hole, where was, why, was her boyfriend? <laughs> Inside the baby hole. The I don't understand the whole point of this match. I don't I don't yeah. understand the tag team match at all. I don't get what what's the purpose? You just beat an awesome team with a team that I'm never gonna care about. It's not what's it leading to? Right. Are you going to have them go if you're proving that Natalia and Tamina are can wrestle a lot by they were they wrestled both nights of WrestleMania. That should be to somebody who's a big deal. Like when it happened in NXT Takeover, you're like, Okay, Bronson Reed is gonna lose, but they want you to realize that Bronson Reed is a star and someone we're gonna push. That's why they let him do it twice. You would see him both nights. Why am I seeing them? and why and why are they winning it? I don't care if they go down to NXT and fight the tag teams down there, Ember Moon and Shotzi. I don't care about that at yeah. all because Ashanti and Ember are a better team so what was the purpose I I, under, I know it was just to get them on TV right. but like you're saying there's Shinsuke there's a lot of people that should have been on there I'd rather watch Ricochet and, uh, you know, and Ali fight each other than watch what I watched oh, there there's a lot of people I could have watched absolutely yeah. yeah that's definitely a throwaway match well I would have rather watched the, the, 
the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Even though that wasn't the best teams, I'd still rather watch Ziggler and Rude work. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Next up, night one, uh, I think something we all liked. Cesaro got his big moment finally. Got a WrestleMania win. He beat Seth Rollins. One thing I want to point out from the guy who always does freakish moves, the UFO. That thing where he put him on his back and he starts spinning around and then he's not even using his arms. The amount of athletic ability between both those guys to pull that off, never would that even cross my mind. Incredible. Thoughts. If my... If my science teacher in class had demonstrated inertia that way, I would have done a lot better in science. <laughs> it was awesome to see that. Set, by the way, I know we started with the first match. With the rain delay, did they let some of these wrestlers actually just talk? Mm. How much did you enjoy Seth Rollins just doing it, channeling his inner Jericho to entertain everybody? Just by saying the wrong name, you loved Seth again. By him being able to do that, when he went into the match, I cared about the spit. And that's the crazy thing. Seth made it important. Seth made it so it was going to be this embarrassing thing. It's a thing that's been going on for 10 fucking years. But I cared about it. I cared that Seth was embarrassed to do it. He made this moment for for, uh, Cesaro, which was cool because he deserves it. But I don't think anyone else could have made it be that big of a moment the way Seth did. And how great was Cesaro in the fact that he didn't hit the first swing because he was selling the arm injury and worked up to it so that he actually drew more drama for the second swing. And I thought they were going to stay with that and then by doing the UFO not do the swing by saying here I don't even need an arm to spin you but then to turn around and not even take a break you know how dizzy those two fucks were yeah. like how crazy that is do all that stuff it was amazing it, it, take away all that stuff it was still an incredible match throughout that Seth never learns not to do the power bomb off the fucking top rope it's not like every time like please don't hurt your leg again but he's just he'll keep doing it he, he was amazing in that match I hope I know, I'm happy that Cesaro had his moment but Seth should be getting the push again because you need him back in main event shit after that last what? When we're able to actually do this finally, hopefully as a live show eventually, I'm going to demonstrate that with Dave. Sure, I'm in. (laughs) Now, I want to throw a bonus match here because Pat's mentioned NXT a couple times, and AJ, you mentioned selling. How good was Walter Ciampa and Walter selling that hand after he chopped? I was like, he's really acting like he broke his hand. He's not using it. He's holding it in a way we've all held our hand. I'm like, that guy was already ups in my book. Now he's off the moon. Like, I, I love that guy. But your thoughts, guys, on Walter and Ciampa from a couple nights before. My thought is they shouldn't put that on before WrestleMania because <laughs> how's anybody going to live up to that? No one's going to live up to that. <laughs> They should play that after Mania just not to get in the way. Well, it's because the people that watch that, well, the real WrestleMania fans don't watch it. I mean, the, the, the ones that are just the Super Bowl people don't watch it. I hate when people compare them. How are you going to follow this? You're not following yeah. it. It's two different shows. Yeah. I'm not, I'm watching one for one thing. I'm watching, I'd watch WrestleMania because I wanted to see Pat Bunny and Logan Paul not fuck up wrestling. When I watch NXT, if Logan Paul showed up, I'd be pissed. You know what I mean? So <laughs> right. Like, but yeah. Ciampa finally, I mean, he's losing, but Ciampa is proving he's one of still the best wrestlers in the world, and Walter got a chance to show that. That's crazy that that match is in the middle of a card. Right. Like, insane. Like, on the first night of a thing, too. And how, all that stuff. Kyle O'Reilly is the best seller in the world. The two of them looked like they were going to die. I mean, like, you, you, I, I wish that people from WWE would watch that sometimes. I think Bianca did, because she, well, fast forward quickly, she sold her ass off in this one and made you believe everything, because I think she really does think she's fighting, like Kyle O'Reilly. I think no one told him that he's not really fighting and he thinks he's in the UFC, but he just just lunges to the fucking ring. You can relax for a fucking minute. But yeah, if you watch Ciampa, if you watch Walter, you sit there and go, I want to watch them fight six more times because I know they'll do more. Yeah, Ciampa proves something that a lot of people don't realize. 
you don't have to win to get over. Right. You you can actually actually get over with your work rate because winning in wrestling is not the same as just winning in competition. You win over the crowd, and that's what he has mastered. Think about this year, how he's built that card up. Cross, he helped put the heck over. You know, Thatcher, he helped put the hell over. And now with Walter, in front of the world, he keeps making sure they're there. And it's Owen Hartish, where it's like... You don't ever think Owen Hart's no good, but you realize that he's there right now to serve a purpose to make everyone else look better so they can make money down right. the road. And if that's going to be his role, fine. But I do think when you watch that, you're like, ooh, I want one more title run. I want Goldie one more time. Yeah. You know, it's like, absolutely. Now, AJ Styles, almost versus The New Day. What'd you guys think of this? The New Day bumped their asses off. <laughs> so didn't AJ for The New Day. But Omos, I'm not sure if he's ever going to be ready. Mm-hmm. He seems still very stiff, very young. Hopefully, they're going to keep giving him time to get some work. If he keeps working with people like the New Day, hopefully that'll help him to advance his movements. But you're seven foot three. I mean, how much can you move? But how entertaining was the New Day? How incredible were they throughout that match? The to not only do the right thing a tag team does and keep the monster away, but to out loud keep saying, we're doing this, we're keeping the monster away. Look at what we're doing here. They were, they were giving you, like, if you don't know about wrestling, hey, this is exactly what we're doing right here. To stop and twerk and dance, to bring out Francesca again, to make yeah. it so fun. That Big E brings them out. It just put mm. a feel on it where you're like, this is great, but this is this was not supposed to be a match. This was supposed to yeah. be an event right here. This was supposed to be, there's a monster, and the monster's going to come in. And and as monsters go, way better than other WrestleMania monsters. Even though Johnny Gonzalez right. did the right no. thing with them, he came in. It was was it weird that he was wearing his outfit that he helps seat people at a restaurant he works at? Yeah, that's <laughs> a little weird. But that also meant he's just too giant for clothes. And I'm fine for that. But AJ was amazing. A- AJ AJ Styles was the best wrestler in the world still at his age. Yeah, willing to sit on his shoulders and look like a jerk and, and, and look like a moron for the three of them to go. This is important. Like once again, there, here's your self. There's your selfishness. We're gonna sell these guys. This guy. We're gonna make this monster. Now we're not gonna see him much. The next time we see him, he's gonna fight Braun Strowman. Mm-hmm. That's what they're, they're gonna use him as giant monster. He's gonna be AJ's giant thing. They're gonna they're gonna treat him like when Braun Braun will go get that boy he won tag team championship with a couple years ago. And they'll <laughs> wrestle against almost an AJ in a great match, and they'll still sell that one. He's not gonna be a wrestler. He's not gonna be involved oh, in God, no. or anything. I, I can't believe he would be. It'd be stupid. It'd be like Kali when he was trying to read and talk to Matt Riddle, which is the dumbest thing ever. But it, okay. it, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't be any good. I think this was just to have a special moment. So if you notice the big theme in WrestleMania was not only minorities win giant people are back hey mm. aw we have giant people and giant people are going to win all our belts which the next match was broad Strowman versus shane mcmahon <laughs> so wait a minute, wait a minute. we glazed over something there the important thing to remember is that's hall of famer collie <laughs> giants yeah, that's, it's always on the Osborne, okay? <laughs> yeah. And they both spoke Shout the same. So Braun won for stupid people everywhere. What did you guys think of this? <laughs> what was? It's <That's> horrible. <laughs> I don't get it. So. <laughs> for all you stupid people, dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Who's behind that? Yeah, I'm dumb. Right. <laughs> I felt, I felt like I was watching Rocky versus the Russian. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> it's brutal. It wasn't great, but once again, it was Shane McMahon being thrown off shit and Braun yeah. Strowman being strong. That's all it was supposed to be. Day one of WrestleMania was, was the, hey, everybody, we're the 
greatest event there is. It's, it's a circus. Day two was a wrestling card. Mm-hmm. Day one was, here's our fun. And that's Braun Strowman ripping the the, fat, the, the whole gate down and proving how stupid he is because as my daughter yelled, why doesn't he walk through the hole he just made? He just made a hole. He can win. That's it. I think he's still stupid. Yeah. Like you're 100% right. <laughs> and, not, and getting conked on the head like a fucking cartoon with the fucking red toolbox, which by the way, the red toolbox was a big star all four nights of WrestleMania. <laughs> red toolbox is, is one of the is way more over than Shinsuke right now. You got way more time. <laughs> That match was stupid. The whole thing with with Elias and everything else, but it wasn't supposed to be a good match. It was supposed to be let's go stupid people. Let's go stupid people. Once once a year, we have to prove that Shane McMahon, who can afford not to, is willing to just throw himself off anything. Yeah. <laughs> Did that do anything for Braun? No, it does nothing for Braun. He was the That's third best a- huge person in WrestleMania. Yeah. Like yeah, he was become the best giant. Yeah, and the funny thing is, is Braun seems to be getting in better and better shape. The man's got a six-pack, for Christ's sakes, and, and looks amazing, and they're doing nothing to get him over. Who's he going to work with? They did it. And they burnt uh, it out with everybody yeah. who could have fought. Yeah. They made him look stupid with him. When Brock was kicking his ass, you ruined it. I'm glad you said when that. Was kicking his ass and then not doing anything with Joe, ruined it. You beat him up too much. Roman Reigns yeah. tossed him around like a bitch to get better. Yeah. And people are going to remember that. You can try, but you have to shave his beard. You have to change his look to do something. I'm glad you said because that. You, oh, you kind of ruined him. Uh, I'm right. take the call. We're going to keep going. So I'm glad you said that, though, because Big Show, I always thought Paul White, that was one issue he had throughout his career, is that we burned through a lot of stuff with him. And that's why he kept becoming a heel and a face so much all the time, because it was just constant, we've already done stuff with this guy. What else can we do? They used him too much. He was supposed to be special. He was supposed to be like, Andre didn't, at the end, Andre didn't wrestle all the time. Andre just wrestled once in a while. You have a monster, you break him up. They should have treated Big Show the way they treated Brock at the later part of his career. Right. He wasn't there for months. He could have the belt and it didn't matter. Because when you did see him, even if you were pissed, you were excited to see him. You wanted to see him fight. You don't make him fight all the time. The old Hulk Hogan thing. He wasn't on TV. Right. He was at the four pay-per-views and that was it. Or Saturday's main event. They should have done that. Now, I'm not saying Braun's that special because he's a better athlete than any of them ever were. Even even Paul White, he's a way better athlete than him. But the fact that you didn't put a belt on him early didn't establish it. And when you did give the belt no one remembers him having the belt and it was a terrible run that you just look at he's just a guy fighting shane because of stupidness right like he was a guy that could have been the star and they ruined it so it's like i don't know how you save that and i think he's just going to be a special event guy i mean i i can't imagine where would you look at the card now in the next two years of of all the people they have and say he's going to fight someone for a title where would you put him? It doesn't make any sense. No, no. I see him going up against other giants like we talked about. Maybe almost. I think Lashley and... will not fight him. That could be right. will beat him. Yeah. That's what you have to do. Lashley has right. to beat the other monsters. Yeah. No, that's a good. Right. That will happen. But he's not going over Lashley, though. That'd be oh, ridiculous. No, no one is. No. He's going to beat up. And he's not going to fight little people because that wouldn't make any sense unless you want to do the fun. Take a Mysterio or a Ricochet. Uh, maybe, yeah, maybe even a Finn Bauer if he's coming up or something. You could do something right for a month there. Yeah. Don't think Finn alone. Finn is doing amazing there. They, <laughs> they gotta stop bringing people. They don't know what to do with people when they bring them up. Stop <laughs> bringing them up. No one should. No men should come up. <laughs> Io Shirai should get the fuck up here right now. If you put Io Shirai up right now and you could have Io versus Ripley right away, all of a sudden you're putting a new energy into that. Right. And if you could take Io later and have her fight Bianca, I would watch that forever. That would be one of the greatest physical matchups you had. They didn't do enough of that in NXT. That the women need to get up there. Right. The men. 
they, they ruin it. They're all too small. Bronson Reed is a big, fat monster, but he's five. He's my height. He's 5'11 and 330 pounds. He's not going to look big in front of any of those guys. So it's like, leave the men alone. They're doing great. Don't bring up Cole. Don't bring up anybody. Leave them the fuck alone. I personally, like, I was upset. It's a great show. Like, yeah, like, one of the moves I didn't actually care for with NXT, well, I knew they were going to do it, but I like, I like when the tag titles for the women were all spread out because it was such a weak thing i was just like why aren't we going to nxt more i was hoping the women in nxt would actually win the actual tag belts and then we could see it more defended on nxt and then occasionally get the rub of going to main roster i think that's coming i think you're gonna see them unified i think they've realized that the best women's division in the world yes i mean AEW's doing some great things lately but overall from top to bottom they're not nowhere near as strong as the the, the depth that they have in nxt's women division so i think you're gonna see that because if you just think about the tag teams they have down there there's like four or five and you can just make up more and they'd be better than anything and they also know how to tell a story of a tag team they don't vince doesn't like tag teams so they don't get to tell stories only new day had to force that issue to become so entertaining and make so much money that they allowed it the usos became that thing because he needed that foil and that's all but he didn't want them to do well he made them be so Owens for a while and finally they had to be themselves it worked so it's like he, he lets the women do their thing and then then yeah once in a while hey so here goes Tamina and Natalia. then it'd be a special thing at an NXT takeover and a great thing for those young girls down there but you let those people win right because that's where the good women are the women don't care about the tag team titles there Unless you're going to bring back, if you're going to bring back Rousey and Becky Lynch and say they're a tag team, okay, now yeah, I'm watching. Right. Now, now, but you're not do, you're doing that as a mega power, so they fight again, which I like that too, which they should have done with Sasha and Bailey. They should have done the real thing and made it so it was the mega power, so they fought and not broke that off. So Bailey, oh by the way, Bailey was amazing. No matter yes. what she does. She's she great. I hate, I hate the Bellas. I hate that the Bellas had to beat her up, but. But she's incredible that she still kind of stole the show without doing anything. Speaking of NXT, I was listening to Triple H after one of their nights. They had a conference call. So segue to the next match. He talked about, they asked about Bad Bunny. And he had said, this guy, you know, it's one thing to have passion for our sport. We see that once in a while in celebrities. But this guy's been working his ass off. And the way he said it, I'm like, hmm. Well, he made a believer out of me because this was one of the best non-athlete celebrity performances. One of the best celebrity performances, period. But if you... Yeah, and I'll just say, if you take away the athletes, though, that have come in, like, you know, like a Ronda or somebody who's going to be here for a year or so anyway. Right, but Ronda, Ronda counted as a wrestler. I'm talking about, like, yeah, okay. he was better than LT. Oh, he was, yeah. He's better than any performance that Tyson gave in the really fight. Right. If you name any athletes that Shaq, and if you name anyone that was a one-time May- Mayweather, right. better than all of them. Yeah. He's not even an athlete. Right. He's yeah. a tiny little man. Yes. <laughs> who was incredible. He busted his ass, was, I guess. I forgot Damien Priest was in the goddamn match. Yeah. <laughs> Which that, I think it hurt Damien Priest. And I hope it doesn't because I like him. Right. I think he can be a star too. He's a he's big, but he's quick. He wrestles well. He doesn't fight like a big guy. I mean, stop doing the arrow thing. I hate the arrow thing. Mm. But like last night, two nights ago when you watched that, you didn't care about Damien Priest. It was Bad Bunny. Right. It was, it, was, it was a handicap match. And you thought Bad Bunny. He did the Canadian Destroyer. Yeah. I Morrison took that. <laughs> By the way, if anyone... I, I've been a Miz fan forever. I think Miz is one of the greatest heels of all time. Mm-hmm. But I'm so tired of people saying that Miz can't wrestle. Oh, no, he doesn't. Miz proved himself last night. Miz, yeah, Bad Bunny was tremendous for a celebrity. 
and he did well. And I don't feel like either. You should sign him. No. If he went to 205 Live, he'd get his ass kicked in a goddamn moment by real guys who do that every night. I don't want Bad Bunny to ever wrestle again because now I have expectations. And right. now I might not like it. It was a year later than maybe, fine, whatever. But like, I need to forget what I saw to see it again. That being said, holy shit, Miz sold the fuck out of it. Morrison did a little bit, but everyone knows Morrison was a little bit hurt. Right. Miz took that one. Miz had the belt in his hand, gave the belt back and said, yes, I'll fight Bad Bunny. I can be champion for a minute. He probably said, yeah, I'll fight Bad Bunny. Make me a champion for a minute. Like, all right, get to me for a minute. Here you go. Here's your deal. You'll help your TV show. The Miz was a star last night. The Miz helped that, made that whole thing happen. Mm. Yeah, I agree. I would say the only other person for me who really stole his shoulder the weekend, and we'll get to that right now, the main event, night one, Bel Air, Banks. The last time we got together, I don't know if you remember this, I actually said... This might be the main event night one. As I said it, I was like, I'd like to see it, but I don't know. And then I don't know if this was what they actually had planned. But it's where they ended up going, and I think it worked out great. The women, I mean, what I liked about Bel Air in the Rumble was the real promo she cut afterwards. Dang it, it's separated from the pack. And in the beginning of this match, where she got it back together, but having that real emotion in the beginning, where you can see it's Shasa almost lost it too. But that real moment, it's like, okay, she feels different. She feels special. The one thing I worry about, which you talked about earlier, is are we going to get too much too soon from her? I hope not, but I'm really happy what they're doing right now. She's a star. She's a star. I didn't believe in her. Me neither. I think it was me and, me and Sam Roberts. <laughs> People saying at the moment, Sam Roberts always got oh, yeah. Even after he's like apologized or whatever, I thought she was just an athlete who was trying to wrestle. Mm-hmm. And and I didn't, I thought it was all flips. Yeah. It was all showing off. It was all my hair do. <laughs> she put in the real work in a year. You know what? I think the, the quarantine was the best thing for her. You're right. Because not all eyes were on it. She can come up to whatever. When she, everyone knew her before, but she debuted to the world there and showed her personality. I was like, ooh, I'm excited. I didn't know I wanted her to fight. I wasn't sure who I wanted her to fight. Because yeah. at that time, I didn't think it was going to be Asuka. I thought Charlotte would somehow beat Asuka before having all the stuff that she had, and then she'd be there. So I wasn't sure. I kind of wanted to see her fight Charlotte, because I thought those two athletes also would be amazing. That being said, they told the worst story possible to get us to WrestleMania. Yes. I didn't think it was going to headline, because they ruined it. Because they did this stupid tag team thing, they didn't make me care, and then they make a package... If you didn't watch wrestling like right. you and I did, you'd be like, this is the greatest story ever told. Yeah. The cocky young kid who knows she's the next thing and the thing that is the cocky person right now, Stone Cold versus The Rock all over again. That's a, If they showed me that for months, the world would have talking about it. They didn't, but thank God for their tremendous production crew for putting that together and making you give a shit. And I was worried when Bianca cried. I yeah. was worried. Yeah. She's crying, and I'm like, Sasha, get in her ear. Do something. Yeah. Because if she starts getting too emotional, she could fuck up. Right. But nope, they didn't fuck up. Once again, Sa- uh, Bianca's made you care. I love the fact that it's real. Even if it's not. Even if she's the greatest right. actress of all time. Yeah. It, I care. I cared so much. I cheered when she won. Right. Fuck about Bianca Belair. Right. But I cheered. I love Sasha Banks. Yeah. I love her. And I think she was great to have the belt. I'm mad Bailey wasn't in there because I'm the biggest Bailey fan in the Me world. Too. But. I'm excited about Bailey fighting Bianca next. Yes. I'm excited about Charlotte fighting Bianca. I'm excited about Becky fighting Bianca. All these matchups. And I want Bianca to have this belt for a while. And I think what we did learn is that what they realized is, yes, the wrestling is very good down in NXT. We only have four really good wrestlers up here. And they're not getting old. 
but they're getting old to the audience. How right. do we build new things? Let's make two stars. Yeah. And they chose the right two people. But Bianca that night deserved that. Mm-hmm. Sasha made that happen. Michael Cole ruined it. Yes. <laughs> Insane thing, which is hilarious. But whatever. Michael Cole is amazing for doing two nights and covering everything and dealing with a rain delay and all that. You're and Vince in his up. ear. <laughs> I can only imagine. I have to say, though, one other two, and I'm not necessarily a fan of it. But I am a believer in it, though, and I hope she doesn't do it all the time. But that hair wet move, I saw the welt on Banks afterwards and the sound. I'm like, oh, that is, that does hurt. That is, a, that is not She me- does the hair whip, but it's never been that good. Right, right. It's never been like that. That noise yeah. that made the scar on Sasha yeah. afterwards. And that, and once again... You give it to Sasha. I've been a Sasha fan, but after watching Sasha and Bailey on Stone Cold yeah. podcast, I'm like, I love these two. These people are fans like you and I are. Yes. They love wrestling more than anything. Sasha wanted to be hurt. Sasha wanted a cut. Mm-hmm. Sasha wants to lose because she knows that she still is the big moment. Right. Like, she doesn't care about that. She knows that she's going to make money. I will watch, those, like I talked before, I'll watch those two fight forever. She was great on Stone Cold. There aren't too many groups in the the rivalries right now in WWE, and I see there's plenty, that you want to watch fight again. I know if they fought again, it'd be a different match. You know what I mean? They would do things differently. They'd still make me want to see it, but I wouldn't be like, ah, same old shit. Like when you watch Cena and Orton fight 50 times. Yes. And I love the two workers, but I was like, it got boring after a while. But those two were amazing, and it was the perfect way to go off. And, you know, hey, you know, at least the... uh, Street Profit, whatever, that she's married to, got to get a minute on TV. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, real quick before we get night two, too. Sasha on Austin. Amazing. One of the biggest pops I had for that interview, too, was Austin when she was asking about her depression and she wanted to leave. And she said, oh, I had to talk to Vince. And he's like, what'd she say? He's like, well, he said no. And Austin is, I love Austin and these because you can tell he doesn't have to like really work for them if he doesn't want to. He just laughs like, the motherfucker always says no. And I'm like, nobody's motherfucking Vince but Steve Austin, probably. <laughs> no one's doing a better job right now than Stone Cold being Stone Cold on those shows. The Randy Orton one gave yeah. Randy Orton personality more than he's ever yes. been allowed the show before I didn't get to watch Jericho yet but I can't wait to watch yeah. it just knowing how that happened and he just messaged Vince and goes come on Vince like alright whatever <laughs> so good alright we'll get to night two because speaking of Randy Orton he opened up with The Fiend I was a big fan of The Fiend originally they have killed it for me. I have not enjoyed this story. I was happy we just brought the shit out and got it over with. That's the nicest thing I could say about it. What do you got to say for this one? I, first of all, Alexa Bliss might be an MVP, too, of the whole yes. COVID thing. Alexa Bliss is one of the most, under, I know she's won titles, but she's the most underrated workers, not just females. She can adapt to anything. This is the person that was playing a cheerleader pixie in NXT and no one gave a sh- They brought her up because I read many things they thought she kind of looked like Trish right. that's why they brought her up they thought that people and I hear that some people brought her up and thought she was Liv Morgan okay like they brought her up thinking they got the wrong one they wanted the other hot one <laughs> and then she came up and became what she became the attitude she has and to be what she was and then to flip it to this she's incredible in this role that being said even she couldn't save last night mm. Why do they think that every time that Bray Wyatt, I don't care what form of Bray Wyatt it is, he's on a, he's on a pay-per-view, they need to further a story. WrestleMania is not where you further this story. Right. I don't want her to call him in. No. 
Why? What well, he's a fiend. He was burnt the fucking dead. He couldn't go out and visit her when he was burnt. Right. Why did they have to go like go see her now? That was dumb. <laughs> and you can see the black shit coming out of her dumb headband. And that's fine. I know that it's special. If I can do whatever you can do with it. That being said, it was all cool before that. The yeah. box was cool. Right. Him popping out was cool. Jumping out in the red is great. Yeah. The, the moves they were selling was fine. Orton's always going to work well. You put Orton, a methodical worker, with a guy who's supposed to be a horror movie monster, it's going to work. Mm-hmm. You can't, Fiend can't fight Ricochet. Fiend can't fight Rey Mysterio. They're too fast, too great. You need a slow worker to go with them. But at the same time, why is he not winning? What is the point? Right. I don't care now that why Alexa Bliss is... Unless Alexa Bliss is going to fight him, I'm going to watch that match. I don't want Alexa Bliss fight the Fiend. I don't want to watch that. What's going to happen? I don't care about this now. Yeah. They ruined it. And I don't care about Randy Orton, who also had an amazing COVID year. Right. You ruined it. He made Drew. Yeah. He made him this year. And then you give him this opening match in day two, <laughs> and he has this weird... And even he looked... I love Orton's faces. He looked like, what the fuck was that? When he walked up the ramp, and said, what the hell was I just in? You just ruined it. And the crowd booed. Yeah. You won the boo. The Fiend, the Fiend is a special attraction. Yeah. And they booed him. And they were happy the first match. They came out. Everybody was getting a good response at first. But as soon as that ending came, that was shit. And well, when he doesn't win, they're gonna bow. It's the Rusev factor. If you're not gonna, if you're gonna make me believe in a monster and then make him lose all the time. How does that help anyone? Right. I know Bray's not young, but once again, Randy Orton doesn't need the push. Mm-hmm. We all know Randy Orton. Randy Orton can lose for three years, and we don't care. And to the point earlier too, we could have had Fiend as a monster again, going against Bobby Lashley. Another thing that could have helped set up Lashley at some point here. They still can do it. They will. You all but. know he's going to lose anyway. We all know Fiend's never getting the belt ever again. Right. I don't understand why they're so mad at Bray because he fucked that announcer lady years ago. Like I don't know what are they so mad about that. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Uh, I know because he is. He is the best. When it comes to, when you think about it, like, in knowing his character or being able to put these, like, elaborate, crazy interviews together, no one would be able to pull that off but Bray Wyatt. I mean, it's insane. I think they're treating him like Kane, but they don't understand that Kane was allowed to win some things. Yeah. And then, yeah, lost a lot. Kane lost a lot. Right. And you don't remember him losing a lot. You remember him being a monster. But the, the but they put so much focus on what The Fiend is doing that you remember only the losses. You only remember every ruined Bray Wyatt thing. Right. Never the good stuff. And it's so good. I'm like, great. He's been better at his characters than Mick Foley was at his. Yeah. We had to be told about Mick Foley's. Like, for people that were just WWE fans or WWF fans, you had to be told about Cactus Jack. <laughs> if you were too young to know what that was, no one knew what dude loved. That wasn't real. It wasn't until those interviews. Did. Yeah, with Ross. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That wasn't like a fix that one day they just invented it and Mick made that a thing, but they allowed him to make them all a thing. Dude got to be a tag team champion. Nick, I mean, guy against Jack got the fight for huge matches. Even though he lost, you, you knew he was going to lose because he'd rather get hurt or whatever. The Fiend does not have that feel. Bray Wyatt never had that feel. Yeah. I mean, fucking Husky Harris had a better fucking run. Like, it's, <laughs> let him come back as Husky. I, I, that's what he should do. That. Should come Husky and win the belt. <laughs> all right. I'm not going to get on the Husky train, but... <laughs> I'll jump on the next match here because well, we sk- we'll skip the women's tag. We already talked enough about that one. Owens and Zayn. I was happy they got to have their moment. I feel like, of course, they've wrestled a ton already, and we could have told this story maybe earlier down the road. I did like they did know enough to know that we did not want Owens 
and Logan Paul to be this feel-good moment. <laughs> they did know, okay, we're going to stun Logan Paul. So I'll give them credit for that, too. Happy to see these guys on the main stage, though. What do you think? First of all, like, once again, you can watch them wrestle forever. Yeah. They're, they're that special group that you can watch, like like Gargano and Ciampa. There's, there's just certain people that every time they tie up, you're going to get something amazing, even if it's the same thing. I, I'm very shocked that WWE... Knocked it out of the park, understanding their celebrities. Yes. They don't usually do that. They don't usually get it. And they got it this year. Bad Bunny is a face. Right. Logan Paul is a heel. Yes. Anyone that wants to go out there and say they hate Logan Paul, good. Mm-hmm. Logan Paul knows that. Because you know what? There are so many YouTube fucking superstars that have millions and millions of followers that would never allow themselves to be embarrassed. He didn't give a fuck. He took right. a stunner. Okay? He took a stunner and he walked in as a heel. He sat in that chair like an asshole. Yes. He had sunglasses on. He did not break character. And I don't know much about Logan Paul. My kids know the war about him. They were like, yeah, he's kind of this way. But, like, he sold it. Yeah. And I wanted him to get stunned. We all knew he was going to get stunned. Oh, yeah. Once again, they gave us a WrestleMania moment. Right. Kevin Owens got to have a rest. As much as we all love Cesaro and we're happy, Owens does not get WrestleMania moments very often. Right. And the fact that this year... He made Roman. I know Roman was already a yes. star, don't get me wrong, but in the year where Roman dominated, it became this thing where everyone knew he could be, but it had to be a heel. All the other people he fought were just building blocks to get to the thing where Owens was allowed to do all that and took loss after loss after loss, but you keep wanting to see him fight. Yeah. And see him get that win was amazing, but also to give the stunner, to know that Stone Cold's cool with the stunner, to know he did it and made that thing ha- He passed the torch of the stunner on for WrestleMania, and he got himself... People are going to know who he is now who never knew Kevin Owens right. be fan because they know Logan Paul. Right. WWE got it right. And Sami Zayn is incredible. Talk about character, people. Yes. Holy shit. Holy shit does he own this. He's not that. He's not that guy anymore. No. But he could be that guy. He's not El Generico. He is a flat earth, mm-hmm. crazy-ass motherfucker who also can fight real good. That's not a person. It's almost like when they tried to do a Daniel Bryan when they made him bad, but he couldn't do it. So, so he watched it, Zane watched it and went, you know, hold my beer. Yeah. Watch this. <laughs> and I'll watch that. And he can lose all the time. He's, they, they were smart enough to give him a title, let him get a couple wins, and now he can lose forever. And it won't be the Baron Corbin thing where you bury him too hard and now you don't care anymore. Now Zane can help put other people over because the story's going to be awesome. He's got a good feel. Oh, you know, I know we, went, we glossed over real quick and we said fuck the tag team thing. I'd be wrong if I don't say this. Billy Kay's amazing. Oh, Billy yeah. Kay is incredible. Billy Kay is was not supposed to be the stronger of the two right. when they broke up. It was supposed to be Peyton's time. She's the quote unquote prettier one. She's the one that had the better look and all that. Fuck you, Billy Kay is the most entertaining fucking thing on SmackDown. Man or woman, better than Zayn. She made that. I wanted them to win. I yeah. wanted them to win so she would just keep doing the fucking Damian Sandow shit that she does, pretending to be the other people. She's incredible. I don't know how. I'm happy they're letting her do this because that you can tell this isn't a thing where they're forcing a script out. They're probably doing it now and realize that now she's doing it. They're gonna ruin it. <laughs> but my God, she made me care about that shit that I didn't care about until they eliminated mm. she's incredible yeah and it had a good story that could have been told out of that too with the Somali there actually maybe turning around and helping them win with Carmella maybe calling it a ruse he, he ruined he ruined everything he ruined <laughs> the whole fucking Sasha Bianca thing for a while I, and I had to Carmella lost her whole fucking character it was fine for a little bit but it was just been done before let her go back to this but her story Bianca I mean uh, Billy Kay's been telling the story of I can't find a teammate 
for a long time. Her story and Bad Bunny's story are the longest stories being told in, in wrestling right now. Bad Bunny's story was four months long. It was longer than the two Royal Rumble people because they didn't choose right away. Billy Kay's story's been going on since then when she was auditioning for people in the Royal Rumble. It, it, it was, it's great to see that she doesn't need to win either. It would be cool to see if they throw a title in a weird thing, put like a elimination chamber or a six way, a weird wonky thing where she somehow won. Then watch her get a sidekick, get an entourage, be an asshole, and have the belt. I'd like to watch that, but she is the only thing that was worth watching in that task. So I want to make sure I said she was awesome. So. Fair enough. Now the next match here: Sheamus and Riddle. Riddle, I do not like what they're doing with Riddle. However, this match was great. They beat the shit out of each other. And one thing I want to point out before I pass it to you, there was what I believe was a botch where Seamus slipped off. <laughs> I want to give credit to Seamus. He did such a good job of basically still going with the move. And then rather than try again, he pulls him out, goes for a flying knee drop, continues on. So hats off to Seamus because he's a guy, personally me, he's got a great, like, real tough kind of wrestling style, but I tend to overlook him a lot sometimes over the years. Not like out of like, I don't like the guy. He's just kind of there and he, he comes in and then he loses, then he comes in. But yeah, man, I really enjoyed this match. I don't know. I thought it was a really good, hard hitting match. I, I enjoy Riddle. I liked him better in NXT. Yes. I've always liked Seamus, but just like you said, you forget he's forgettable. Yes. He's forget he's forgettable, but they, he's got a resume that you can't believe. Like when they right. were going through it, I'm like, he's had every belt but the Intercontinental. And I was like, that's crazy. Like I didn't and then I was like, wait, he didn't have the Intercontinental? Like I almost can remember him having it in my head. But like mm-hmm. no, he's been the US champ a couple of times. But he's I mean he was when he first came into the thing, he was he was a beast, yeah. and he's incredible shape. He's he's smaller now, but he's obviously he can go longer. He's, 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 he doesn't get gassed out anymore. He's incredible, and I was happy that he was fighting Riddle because I thought it was oh we're gonna build up the young kid, not give the belt to the old guy. Right. But did you watch the pre-show? Not this night, no. Thank goodness. First of all, <laughs> stop it with the King and Booker. And oh, piece of shit, JBL. I heard. Fuck JBL. <laughs> The thing with the boots, they're ruining the character. They don't, it's like, they, why don't they, only Rosenberg knows what's going on, and then JBL has to bully Rosenberg. I understand it's his character or whatever. It was, I thought it was so funny that JBL, by the way, in his speech goes, fuck you, snowflakes, I don't care, I'm an asshole. Then the next night goes, I don't see color or gender. Really? Because you always mention your black friend. <laughs> like, you don't stop mentioning your black friend when you're an asshole. You're an asshole. You're a piece of shit. You were one of the worst champions ever. You ruined Eddie Guerrero's run. I've always hated you. You're terrible. You're the worst wrestler in the goddamn world. You should have never had a fucking title. You're a piece of shit. This that episode means- is now going out as Pat Oates shoots on JBL. <laughs> Go ahead. I put this on Twitter and some guy attacked me going, did you see he loves all genders? And I go, did you watch his speech? Have you read Justin Roberts' book? Have you heard of the Blue Meanie? He's a fucking asshole. He's a piece of shit. He's always been a piece of shit, but he's good friends with Pritchard, so he gets to do whatever the fuck he wants. But, like, it, those guys doing the boot thing was so stupid. And then Jerry the King Lawler, I don't know how he's not canceled from this, he said... What, is he broke? He can't afford boots? I remember I saw a homeless guy the other day and I told him, buy a home. I'm like, what? Did you just, did you just downplay homelessness, Jerry the King Lawler? You fucking retard who's been dumped by 8 million 12-year-old women? Mm. Shut up. It's like, but then getting to the mat, they, they, they made me, if I, if I didn't know about wrestling, I watched that and went, oh, Riddle's a joke, he's stupid, he doesn't have shoes on. Right. They could have so, and then Rosenberg, he's going, well, 
the Von Erichs, and JBL kind of like, must have been in his ear like, yeah, yeah, the Von Erichs. Remember, remember one of the good ones? Yeah. Let's sell something here. Let's make sure we're to have a match going on. We want people to see it. Yeah. And you talk, <laughs> you talk about that one botch in the match. How about the ending botch? He wasn't supposed to get kicked in the fucking lip. Oh, yeah. He right. got kicked in the face. And by the way, I mean, obviously, that's an incredible timing move. And he's supposed to hit him in the chest mm-hmm. and make pretend like it's the face. He kicked his mouth open. There was yeah. blood. You can see in Riddle's eyes the little bit of that, ooh, remember that MMA guy? Yeah. There was a little bit like, I'll fight you right now. Yeah. I think James would have kicked his ass. But I thought they both looked good. Yeah. I thought that was the best Riddle's look because when he fought Lashley, no one cared. And that was a dumb story. They didn't do well with it. When he's allowed to wrestle, the guy can go. But... Once again, why did Sheamus have the title? Why did he have the title? Because Backlash Mania is coming. They're calling that Backlash WrestleMania. So they're going to do all these matches in reverse and change all the belts. We already know what's going to happen. That's great. I'm going to go. I'm going to write it next. They called it Backlash WrestleMania. It's like we're just going to reverse everything. Yeah, no, I definitely think it's, yeah, it's going to be a lot of rematch. It's got to be. You're right. I think maybe we'll, there'll be a few twists here and there, but yeah. But the main events from the right. fights will not be the same thing. Right, right. And if they are, they'll be in a way different fashion. Yeah. But they won't be that way. But the mid-card belts and the other fights. Yes. I mean, The Fiend's going to get a chance to come back at Backlash. But who's going to care at Backlash? Sheamus will lose the title back to Riddle at Backlash. But who gives a fuck about it? That's not putting anybody over. Well, these guys, they've wrestled a lot. I want to get this next match because there's a lot of character development in one of these guys. Apollo Crews (laughs) wins the title with Big E with Botumpo. I don't remember the motherfucker's name, but he was in that that, that, uh, raw raw underground thing a while back. And he came out now as the main guy from... Coming to America, unless we snipes right hand man, maybe yeah, I don't know. He's but Nigerian too. Uh, I don't. Yeah, well, he's part of the Nigerian army. I think I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Good match. Let talented people fight. Yes. <laughs> They're so talented. They didn't need all that shit. Right. But you know what? It's a good that they that was they utilized all the things around the ring really well. I didn't know a kendo stick was a drum. Right. But they did a great job with it and. <laughs> Man, it's Apollo Crews. But stop calling Apollo Crews. If he's going to change, be Luha Nation. Why not? He owns the name. Yeah. Does he not want Be Luha Nation. Become, if you're going to change your voice, change everything. You can't reverse Kofi Kingston it and then one day just be Nigerian. <laughs> what is that? And he's hard Nigerian. It's not kind of. It's hard Nigerian. <laughs> and I'm happy they put the belt on him. But we all know at WrestleMania Backlash, right. Biggie's getting the belt back. But that being said, when you watch Big E in that match, you go sit there and go, this guy's in the main event of WrestleMania next year. Yeah, he can do this it. This guy should have been getting a singles run for a while, but then again, maybe he wasn't ready. Right. But he's fucking ready. He can wrestle anyone. He can wrestle any style. He makes you believe. I still don't love the, the finisher, but it doesn't matter. It's him. It, mm-hmm. it, it, he's so good. I wish he went back to the five counts, but that'd be a bad guy thing. But I think he could make that a good guy thing. You know, I mean, he has that ability... But I want to watch him wrestle. Once Apollo Crews loses the belt, he's just going to fall back to the fucking bottom. Yeah. But it was a good way to get two minorities to fight in a championship match. Because that's what they want to make sure they had that. And I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to downplay that. It's, it's a good thing, whatever. But it's, it's Apollo Crews does deserve it. So it wasn't like they just gave it to someone who was a minority. Right. He deserves to have a WrestleMania match. A lot of this was, hey guys, we're sorry we didn't give you matches a while back. Here's your thing. And to give him the win is great. But it wasn't a good win. <laughs> Giant Queen Latifah came in and started beating up on, <laughs> on, on, on what you call it, on the Big E. So now he doesn't even get a, a real win. 
And he could have got a real win because he fought like a fucking crazy. He didn't do any of his moves. He didn't do the moon so He didn't do like the power bomb spin. Thing. Right. He didn't do any of his moves, and he still was amazing. They called him a high flyer in the match. He's not a fucking high flyer. They don't even know who he is. But it, they fought incredibly, following a match that was very similar. Yeah. It was two hard hitting mid level belt match. I think it was odd they were together with each other. But I don't know how you put it. I guess, but they followed it well, and it was great. But you can't. I don't know. I don't, it didn't do a ton for Biggie, but I think everyone just loves seeing him so much. It doesn't matter what he does. Yeah, he. I agree with you. Biggie's got nothing but upside. I, it is nice that Paul's getting this run. How long it lasts, we'll see. But both super talented. Uh, maybe this was also like. Guys, we're sorry we put Hogan out here with Titus. <laughs> this was a bad idea. By the way, it, night two, stickers. night two, you notice. close to the word that Hogan likes. He shouldn't have him saying stickers at all. <laughs> Take away the S. Yeah, it, it, that was not, I, I don't, yeah, I'll get to that. Titus O'Neil is an amazing person for dealing with that. Yes. But I watched that and I said it should have been Titus O'Neil and Bailey. We didn't need Hulk Hogan. Right, right, Hulk right. Hogan, the two of them would have been fun back and forth. Yes. Titus can play that super cheesy good guy and then brush off. He did so well in all those little skits in the back. It was Titus that was selling those skits. I agreed. Yeah. Not besides the Kali, Matt Riddle, RVD skit, which RVD saved that day when Kali forgot his lines. That was uh, amazing. <laughs> I want to actually say, too, about Big E and the Cruz. Did you see, because uh, we were talking about how great Big E is and his character and everything. Did you see the Big E 24? Because it really, really made me like him. Like, I already liked him anyway, but even more. No, but it made him, he wasn't just silly. Right. Now, he's not silly anymore. He's, that, learning about him in that way and, and all the other things he went through did make you go, oh, wow, I, I like this guy. I didn't really know what he was. Because the New Day was just this cartoon. They were awesome. I love them. But you didn't really learn anything about them. You know what I mean? I mean, obviously, he was such a good character that they covered up Xavier Woods banging people. And no one ever, <laughs> no one ever cared about that. But, like, Big E on his own now, allowing all that to be seen. And the way he's cutting promos now, it's at a different level. It's not, yeah, he'll do his screaming and preaching thing. But when he first got mad at Apollo, and he just got quiet, and he got mad, like, mad, like, you're like, ooh, this is the real... Big E getting right. person. He yes. can turn and do that. And I like that. He can be, I'm the wrestling entertainer guy, right. but I'm also don't fuck with me mm-hmm. because I'm also one of the greatest athletes there goddamn is. Right. I'm a giant man who can fly through the air and kick your ass. And you better realize that. I care. I, I can't wait for his WrestleMania. Pro. I think going forward, I'm not kidding. I would wait a year and I'd let him beat Roman Reigns. That's what I would do. You yeah. wait a year and then that's the win. I don't think they're going to, like I said, like you were saying, I think they probably just put the belt back on him. But personally, I hope he maybe beats Apollo and Apollo can just run away and keep the belt on some bullshit finish. It's the one time I'm going to say that because I want Apollo to move on with the belt. Keep that Intercontinental title. We can maybe build him up after the fact. But we know Big E's on another level. And then we start. Can we, can we build up Nigerian Apollo though? This is so cheap. Well, yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. Pull back a little bit. They gotta pull back. It's almost coming off. It, it seems fake. And if people don't know who Hot Nation was and know that that's his real life, they're gonna think it was just like, oh, is this like Yokozuna supposed to be Japanese? Right. Like, they're gonna think it looks that fake. If you look back, all of a sudden he just starts speaking Nigerian. It's weird. Right. And then who does he fight next? They haven't, that middle, oh, is he going to fight Cesaro? And then you're going to bury Cesaro? Is he going to fight Shinsuke? You're going to bury Shinsuke? Yeah. What is he fight? There isn't anyone there unless they're like lower. Is he going to fight like, 
you know, Chad Gable? I mean, who does he fight? I mean, mm-hmm. I don't, you don't have any good guys really down at that level for him to battle. I don't think Biggie needs to lose. I think he needs to get the title back and keep the title for a little bit okay. and then drop it before he wins the Rumble next year or something mm-hmm. like that. You know what I mean? I, I want him to be good, but you know what you do with that? You do the thing where he keeps the belt for a little bit, cheats maybe another time and cheat again, then finally there's a cage match, a final right. thing where Biggie wins it and all that way. And maybe the New Day comes and helps him out there. Something like that yeah. with a longer story. But then you take, if you believe in the giant Madumbo, whatever his name is, if him, then you make them a tag team. You let a guy like Apollo Crews carry him. Actually, I like your idea. I feel like we're booking the territory now, but like maybe Apollo, like, you know, Biggie could win it back in a longer story and then maybe hold Intercontinental title. Why not go actually go into Mania next year, win the Rumble, have the Intercontinental title. Roman keeps on winning. Now you got two incredibly strong people. One guy who's got the Intercontinental title, a Rumble victory with only one loss really in the last year or so, going up against Roman who hasn't lost at all. That could be an amazing story. And you have Roman in the promos literally saying... When I win that belt no one cares about, I'll just give it to the, my, uh, my my cousin over here. Right, right, right. Oh, yeah. I'll yeah. let him have it. Why not? And that would be fun just to, to, to disrespect it and have Biggie carry it. But I don't think that. I think they'll pull the belt off. I think they would do a real build. Yeah. And, they would, and then they would ruin Biggie in the process. They have to always ruin someone when they're building up to WrestleMania. So that's what they do. Yeah. Next one, uh, Asuka versus Ripley. Ripley is now the only woman I know of to win the NXT UK, NXT, and now the Raw. All Women's Champion. She's got star written all over. <clears throat> I'll give you an example. They, when they went up against AEW, obviously, you know, they weren't necessarily getting the ratings every week. They won once in a while. They won the demographic only one time, the big coveted demo. And what was that match? It was Shayna Baszler and Rhea Ripley. And I thought to myself, which amazes me, they don't see the value in Baszler, but maybe it doesn't because we're used to this company by now sometimes. But I think Ripley's just such a star, such star potential. I wish this match had a better story going in, but they did a great job in the match. I'm not surprised. What'd you think? First, I think they see the value in Baszler. I think that what they're doing is, I think they're, I think they're being smarter with the women's division than they are with the men's in a lot of ways. Okay. So let's keep let's keep Baszler in the picture, so we don't burn everyone out at once because they did that too quick with the four horsewomen. Right. They burn everybody out too quick. We gave us Baszler a little bit against the Becky, so that we, we all want to see that again. So if we don't Baszler one-on-one against all four of them right away, it sucks. When it's time for her to say that and have her battle with, finally, when her and Nia break up and have their fight, whatever, and then Baszler hopefully wins that, now, former tag team champion, former NXT champion, you know, former, one of the person that fought Becky at WrestleMania, now the resume is huge, and now she can fight whoever she wants. If they, I hope, that's what I'm, I have hope and faith that's what they're doing, and not just putting a belt on her, because it's not, it's like, put her with Nia, so she eventually she can beat the monster, because she's supposed to be so strong and crazy anyway. But I think they realized she could be the best heel holding a belt for a while with them. That being said, Rhea Ripley was amazing. Asuka was amazing. Yeah. All the women, besides that super tag team thing, I'm not remembering, it didn't happen. It didn't happen. <laughs> were incredible. Asuka, I believed at one point watching it going, knowing she wasn't going to win. At one point it was so good, I'm like, oh, they're going to let Asuka keep it. This is cool. Yeah. I feel bad for Rhea. They're going to but in my back of my mind, I'm like, no, not. This is supposed to be the crowning of the two young stars. That's what we're doing with this. With the men, we're like, Bobby Lashley, you know, that young upstart that JBL said. He's been in 17 years wrestling, but he's a young upstart. But the two young women being crowned that way, and all of a sudden, I got excited for Raw, which I haven't in a while. Right. Because I was like, ooh, I like the matches. 
I like who she can fight. I like what anybody coming. If Becky comes back, but don't do it right away. But when Becky does come back and she wants to choose somebody to fight, she wants to be at Raw. Her and Rhea Ripley would be amazing. Yeah. Have to overcome the, the strength and all that. I hope they don't bury in the process. We've seen Charlotte versus Rhea. We want to see that again. Mm-hmm. I want to see Sasha fight Rhea. I, I, all those matches, I want to see. It can be great. And I like the fact that they've built us a new way to see the four horsewomen fighting two other big stars. Now, you got me excited there because I'm thinking about Becky coming back against Ripley and maybe building it towards SummerSlam and having it in front of people again. And I got to say, that's one thing. Man, I, I, you know, I knew we needed people back. But boy, having people back for Mania, that was definitely the added like, oh, right. Yeah, we missed this. And the people treated it special. Yeah. They didn't try to over like they. I think the people realized they took it for granted, and they would try to ruin shows sometimes. Yeah. And they're like, "There's no need to ruin this. Let's boo for the bad guys. Let's cheer for the good guys, and let's tell Hulk Hogan he's a piece of shit." Yes. that's fine. That's yeah. what you do. <laughs> but they did it right. When they booed, it was a reason. When they booed at the end of the Bray Wyatt thing, I'm like, "Yeah, you should boo. You're disappointed. That's fine." But we're gonna get to the main event. They cheered for the right people at the right times. Yes, they didn't boo the wrong way for Roman they booed the right way for Roman the respect boo the yeah and man did he know how to handle it now it's amazing that it's the same guy who couldn't handle a crowd telling him he sucks where he stares at them he soaks it in and goes and then he takes it to Ryan just through a table and goes what about now now it's like oh he's he's, the development is insane I didn't know leukemia made you a better wrestler but it does he is amazing. Yeah, no, he's definitely become this. I talk about it all the time. He's the like the Ving Rhames gangster in Pulp Fiction. He's that guy. That I'm gonna get medieval on your ass. And like when he talks I'm about far from okay, yeah, that's who he is. Yeah, <laughs> it's a, it's a, uh, so right. So the last match here, Roman Edge Brian. I thought it was crazy. We somehow got Edge as a heel kind of going into this, but the people did not let us. They did not go for that. They're like, you know what? This guy's come back after 10 years. He's a babyface. Brian's a babyface. We're cheering for both these guys. I felt like the people wanted Edge. Nothing wrong with that, though, because, hey, sometimes the heel's got to win, and Roman did a great job. I, I really like this match. I do wonder, at the end of it, the way Roman threw Edge on top of Brian, if we're going to get heel Edge saying, technically, I won the match. I was on top of Brian. We'll see how that plays out. But, uh, yeah, great job. You had the three best wrestlers in the company. Maybe it wasn't the best story. Maybe, you know, like we said, the emotion of Bel Air and Banks the first night. But these are definitely the three people in terms of character and complete package. Hard to beat these guys. And that's why I think they had to go heel Edge. Because yeah. the greatest character... We didn't get Daniel Bryan saving the earth. We got Yeslomania Daniel Bryan. Right. We didn't get good guy Roman Reigns shoved down your throat with a rocket pack on. We got the bad guy head of the table Roman Reigns. Right. What's the best edge? Read our superstar. Sure, sure. I think that's why they did it. It wasn't so much to be the heel, but he's got to be the one that takes advantage of every moment, that seizes all the opportunities, and that's the best edge that there is. So I think they were allowing all, they were giving Roman Reigns the best versions of them, which he needed to beat them. That's what you do to keep propelling him to the top. And yes, he should have pinned both of them, because that's what the fucking head of the table does. Right. Do you understand what he's doing? Not only for wrestling, for you and I, they, yeah. oh, he's feeding our kids. I didn't realize he was doing that. <laughs> <laughs> but this character is amazing. It is. It's, it's in, since SummerSlam, he is the best wrestler in the fucking world. And it's not just, I'm not talking about the work. The work is great. It always was great. 
I never hated him. This character is amazing and what he does with it. And my God, Jay Uso, holy shit. Yeah. I mean, that, that was always there. Like, I, I, he's incredible. And the way they started that match, how does a three-way always start? They stare at each other. Right. It's weird. One guy falls out of the ring. They take turns, a little dance. Not this one. Jey Uso comes kicking people in the head. Right. It changes the whole fucking game around. It starts all these things. And they went hard through a whole match. There was no Roman sleeping chance. There was no, is Daniel Bryan an okay thing? They made this match. The three of them worked, and you didn't ever feel a lull. You right. knew the other ones were going to pop in and whatever. That shit where he had the fucking the chair mouth part. Oh, yeah. Ball gag, pulled it, and then fucking Daniel Bryan comes in and gets the submission, and they start headbutting each other while they're gagging a man. That that was human centipede wrestling right there. That was insane. I loved it. This match was incredible. It was the. It should have been night two main event. Damn right. As great as Becky, I mean, as great as Sasha and Bianca were, that was a moment that was good for one. Yeah. But my God, if that was it was one night and seven hours. They, they, that could not have been the main event. This was the main event. You leave every pay-per-view with Roman Reigns standing tall because he is the head of the table. Agreed. You have to respect him, and it's incredible what he's doing. I don't want him to lose ever. Mm-hmm. I don't know what he. I, w- I don't want to see him chase. I don't want to see him emotional. I want to see him cocky and fuck you. And oh, you're gonna hit me. You're gonna give me a concerto. Here's your concerto. Oh like, man, it's incredible what he's. Paul Heyman can adapt to every. He's a different person with every person he manages or consorts or whatever the fuck term you want to. It's, it's, what they've done here is incredible, and I don't want to see them fight again. Mm. I want to see Daniel Bryan and Edge fight to prove who's the best of those two. Right. That's my backlash. I don't want to see. I think they're going to have some kind of tag team thing. I think they're going to be mad at fucking Jay. I think you're going to see Edge and Daniel Bryan become friendly, and there won't be a title involved in this one. Mm. I think it'll be a tag thing or something like that. That, that. that would be the purpose of the backlash. But if they fight again, a la Chris Benoit, Shawn Michaels, and Triple H, you don't do it again. It was so good. Yeah. You don't do it the second time. Or you do it much later. Because he also. Daniel Bryan, we knew he wasn't going to win. Daniel Bryan's going to work in the company. He's, he's, he's working behind the scenes. Edge has yeah, Edge is going to go fight the dream matches he wants to fight, win a couple, lose a couple, but he's not going to be winning titles. There's no point. And what if he's going to have him go beat up Sheamus and take that title? I'll watch them fight. I would love to watch Sheamus and Edge fight. Mm. That'd be a great match. But he doesn't need the belt. We need to have Roman Reigns go, who the fuck's next? I've beaten everyone. And then somebody come over from the other thing, or some special guy come from NXT, or something like that, where it's like, I'm the next motherfucker, and then he buries him too. A buddy of mine was saying something about Walter the other day about uh, fighting, you know, like, who could he fight? Like a big hoss fight. And I said, perfect scenario. I don't see this being built this way, but just playing fantasy booker. Walter's the NXT UK champion. He ends up winning the NXT title from Cross, because they're obviously doing a back and forth thing. You built them up dominant. Maybe if you can actually do a European pay-per-view, he comes over feuds with Roman, and you have this undefeated, like, not undefeated, but indestructible Walter who's got the two belts from NXT. It could be done a special match. Obviously, to me, Roman's still going to go over, but you could have a hell of a match. That's the problem. Does it now make Walter look like... But if you do it an hour... UK title as like a secondary title. And then he's amazing, but they look at it that way. And the fact that he's held it for so many days, I think people just say it's a joke. They, mm. You even forget that Pete Dunne had it and what yeah. he's done. And it's just like, I would like that, but I don't I don't want Walter to ever go near those guys. Okay. Walter won't be special anywhere near Roman Reigns. You've got to take the big morons that aren't going to be stars that you just bring up and say you make them fake dominant and they come up and do whatever. But no, I... I don't. I don't think anyone. He would ruin everyone because you're not going. Walter's not that special where you're going to give him the rub of beating Roman. No, 
But I mean, I will say this: if you gave them a four, and I don't, this is again, this is probably what W wouldn't do. But if you gave them like a forty-five minute match, like we know Walter can do, and actually keep people on the edge of their seat, especially with a European crowd off the edge, and you let them chop the shit out of Roman, and we know Roman's more man than any of us are, and he can take those right. chops, then you could have a special match, special moment, and then. But yeah, I don't know. That's just my opinion. I think, but at the same time. It's all fantasy booking, but you got to find special opponents at some point for Roman if you are going to keep putting him over and beating it's people. True. Yeah, it's true. They yeah. have the chemistry. Drew will go back away from the title for a little bit, the same way Roman did when Roman first came yeah. back. I'm not going to fight for the, when Roman came back before the whole thing. He, what did he do when he was the good guy? One still, I, I'm not going to before the COVID thing and missed WrestleMania. I'm not fighting for the title for a while. I'm just going to fight. I'm just going to be this guy that beats up people. And you're like, okay, good. He's staying away from the title. I think you pulled Drew back for a little bit. You have Drew have these big matches. Drew could beat Roman in a non-title match. Because right. they've had some good battles. You want to watch them fight every once in a while. That, that Survivor Series match was tremendous. Yeah. You, you do that. I would rather watch Drew fight Walter. I would rather, if you're going to be, do me, you're going to give me European stuff, give me those two over there. Sure. You know what I mean? like, that would be, be good. No. Yeah. You have two Bulldogs fighting each other. And that'd be great. Roman's just got to keep beating this shit out of him. Cesaro's going to be the next victim. Yeah. That's what that was all about. That was just, I loved that he had his moment. But Cesaro is now going to be like, I beat Seth Rollins. Now I want you, Roman Reigns. And then mm. Roman's going to beat his ass. And he's mm. he's going to spin him. But then when he spins him, like somehow Jay Uso will super kick him in the head. Or it, it'll be something. And then they'll keep building people. It's going to be the old Hulk Hogan thing. We build a, we build a good guy. Whatever, so you can beat him up. Yeah. That's it. I'd be interested to see if they could actually get away with a heel Roman till that WrestleMania where in two years they want to put him against Rock possibly in front of like a huge crowd. And I'm not saying Rock goes over, but if you could build that kind of match where the biggest famous guy in Hollywood in the world now is facing this un, you know wrestler who hasn't been beaten in two, three years with all that history. I mean, that could definitely be a huge, huge moneymaker. I think you had to do it this year. Can yeah. we do a whole other year of Roman Reigns telling us he's the head of the table? And because he, he, that would be the story. Right. Rock's like Rock comes back and goes, "Who are you feeding?" Right. Who are you feeding? I've got billions of dollars. I own my own company. I made you. People <laughs> like you because you have my arm tattoo. And I think he would bury everything Roman did. Mm. I think it would be what would be cool is if Rock came and thinking he's going to attack him goes to his side. Ah, yeah. His corner. He goes, you are the head of the table. I'm the old dog now. You're the you're the king. Mm-hmm. And I bow down to you. And then you could do something special with someone else in someone else's corner. You, know, you want to go two stars in the corner, who's Shawn Michaels' favorite wrestler? Tommaso Ciampa. You want to bring Ciampa up and have him fight <laughs> Roman Reigns? I'll watch that all day. Have Shawn Michaels in one corner, have Rock in the other corner. Mm-hmm. That would be fucking amazing. I, I mean, that was a fantasy book. That'd be incredible. But Ciampa's the kind of guy I'd bring up and let him fight Roman Reigns. Sure. Who are you? You're little, you're old, you're nothing. And then he fucking hits him with something and embarrasses him. It would be kind of like Kevin Owens again, that same kind of thing. Right. But he's probably too small. I think Triple H is going to have to fight him again. I think you're going to see that kind of thing. I think you're going to see other people have to fight Roman just because mm-hmm. you have to, has to be special. Maybe Brock. Well, everyone, I'm taking a month off. Enjoy, enjoy not having a, you know, any ratings. It is amazing how true that is, by the way. He has been the guy who's actually the one guy who's really made a difference in ratings in TV that's been identified. Like, he came back and brought that show back up into twos, and there's nobody in any company that we're seeing is showing that kind of pattern at all. No. <laughs> so. and, and if you think about it, they didn't have faith in him because they put Brock over there right away. 
Right. The second they went to show and they were like, no, Brock's got to be the guy. And it's like, no, this new Roman, this past summer, from SummerSlam on, Roman is something that you have to watch that has to main event. That's stupid if he doesn't because he is the greatest thing. The story is told that. You don't care. It buried Drew without even going near Drew. At one point, you're like, who's the face? And you're like, it's not Drew. They also handled you wrong. It's not true. You know what I want to see him fight? I want to see him fight Bobby Lashley. Yeah. God, I want to see that fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, but I don't know if you put titles on the line. But if you do, Roman wins the title. Yeah. He has them both. and goes on both shows. I agree. Uh, and you want your rating? Raw's got the worst ratings. Raw's terrible. You put him over there? Mm-hmm. Why not? It's not like he's healthy. He can work. It's not like they're going to go back touring again. They're going to be in the same building. I mean, it's going to be sad when there's not fans in the next couple of shows and everything like that. But I would put I would put both belts on Rowan. The next night, Rowan should come out and say, I beat everybody. Last year, I want to fight you. Beat Lashley. Embarrass them after Drew lost. I would love that. I mean, it would be the stupidest thing ever. Yeah. It would be amazing to see. <laughs> well, overall, great to have WrestleMania back with fans. I it thought one of the better ones in a while. Yeah. I want it two nights all the time. You yeah. don't want one long show anymore. It makes more sense. Start uh, that way. Everybody gets a chance to shine. You can have longer matches. Seven matches is plenty. Mm-hmm. You don't need 14 matches. It becomes too long. You forget everything. It gets jumbled. I like the idea of the two show, the two nights where you can have two main events for real. You know, and uh, New Japan Wrestling's been doing that the last few years, too, with Wrestle Kingdom. So it is being right. done, and people are getting the idea that... I, and I'm with you, too, because you do suffer burnout of having these seven-hour shows. So there's got to be a way to do it. Because the next year, if we're not going to do it in two nights, I don't want a seven-hour show. Do not do that. Then you're going to have to make it harder to be on Mania then, you know? I think what they did was they set the tone by doing the whole SmackDown Mania. Yeah. Because now, next year, if they do one night, they can do, like, the pre-show, quote-unquote, on Fox to sell you to buy Mania. Right. So you can put the undercard things, you can put a couple special matches, put the stupid Battle Royal that nobody cares about, Jey Uso posing like this, all that kind of shit, put that on there earlier on. I don't. I think they've already announced that they're only doing one night for, for Dallas. Yeah. Uh, unless they're going to split that. Well, you never know. Right. We'll see as we get to it. Right, but do, do, do five hours at the most, but yeah, do... Do something a night or two before. Make it. Make the SmackDown before special. Yeah. All right. Well, we started off with AJ. <laughs> yeah, he never came back. I'll, I'll put out the SOS for that. Fired because he said he was driving around and hiding. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they found him. <laughs> I think we went through two recordings, but this is good stuff, man. I'm glad I gave you an outlet to talk about wrestling because I feel like you're happy to do these. <laughs> oh, I am. And believe me, I've been asked to go on other ones. I'm like, no, I only go on one podcast because I love chatting with you, man. So it's, it's fun <laughs> to like, just talk about it and I can nerd out and do whatever. And so if they not bother my children or my friends with this shit, they're like, what are you talking about? Didn't Edge die? Like, didn't die. <laughs> well, before you go, as always, anything you want to promote, anything upcoming, go ahead. Tell us. Hey, just get over on my YouTube channel. It's the Paddles YouTube channel. All my podcasts are up on there. I have, a, I have three I'm doing right now. Actually, right after we're done here, I'm doing my POS one. <laughs> and then at 9 o'clock, I'm doing my POS retail. I started working a retail job, so now we talk shit about doing working retail with other people that work retail. People have been loving the show. Me and my buddy, Top Bobby Tamburo, who works in a Dick's in Pennsylvania. And I work, I'm not supposed to say it, but I work in a big lots. And so we, we've been talking about that, having people from our jobs, having people used to know work retail and other communities that did it and just telling retail stories there's that one and there's bunk you we just debunk a lot of different things three different shows i got there just check it out subscribe to my youtube channel sounds great man thanks for being on 
All right, so that wraps us up for this week. Thank you again for listening to the Working Fans Podcast. So as always, you can find us on Twitter at Fans Working. Our Facebook page is Working Fans Wrestling Pod. We have email where you can reach out to us and let us know what you think also. That's Working Fans Wrestling Pod at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram, Working Fans Wrestling underscore pod. And then as always, please continue to listen to us on Anchor.fm, Google Podcast, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, all your major platforms. If you're following us on Apple Podcasts, which we are also on now, and YouTube, please make sure you subscribe and give us a five-star rating. It helps us bring you these podcasts where we get to talk to you and talk with you every week. 